Today is September 7th, 2018. This is episode 95 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your host, Flatus and Shinder. Welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. With me, this host is the brains of the operation. It's Dylan Thorne. Hi, Dylan. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm good. I have whiskey and G Fuel and seltzer water. <laughs> many things and many drinks. I have pumpkin ale. <laughs> it's, already, it's already that time. <laughs> it is that time. Yeah, I saw uh, a meme the other day that was like, girl sees a leaf on the ground, all of a sudden runs to the nearest coffee shop for pumpkin, like spiced pumpkin coffee. (laughs) Uh, I mean, when the live letter was going on, Shit and I were shit talking everything that they were posting. So when we saw Yoshida uh, in the sweater and Ugg boots, instantly 4.4 preluded pumpkin spice hit our feet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice prelude to pumpkin spice that's brilliant uh so uh, <laughs> shin's not here uh he's out vacationing with his par- uh, family mom i believe he's uh, mom's visiting him he's been po- listen all it's been non-stop snaps of beers and food and 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 scenery all week from him to me it's bums me out because i can't have any of that stuff <laughs> Also, I think he slightly does it on purpose because he knows I can't. Anytime he goes on vacation, it's just nonstop like pic- foods, uh, pictures of foods. Although, uh, the churro from I want to say Korea was it better? It was better than your boyfriend churro. <laughs> it was a cream-filled churro. <laughs> it was like more than thirteen inches long. Still the best. Still the best photo I've ever seen because <laughs> it had cream dripping off the tip of it. I'm like, why is this a thing? It brings the uh, term food porn to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of things about Shin that year. <laughs> so uh, let's get into our show uh, because I know a lot of people think we're talking about cheating and I don't know. <laughs> Some people are like, what are they going to talk about? We'll get that. Oh, yes. Yes, we're going to talk all about cheating. Naughty, yeah. naughty, dirty cheating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was... Picon? I don't know. Let's just... Anyway, let's get into the news. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, let's get into the news. Uh, there's new optional items available uh, on the market board. You can go get a red horse-looking thing. It's a horse with a dress uh, on its butt, and you go get it. It's like 26 bucks. 
Uh, or you can get a kata, like a, a, it's called the Lotus kata. You can get a kata. Um, if you want emotes. Uh, but there's also a big sale going on, so just buy the stuff for cheap and then wait till the next sale and buy the stuff for cheap. So that's usually my, that's my, that's my pro tip for, uh, for this <laughs> safe in chat. What's, what, why is the current topic hot cheating action? You know why. Uh, companion Stay app- tuned to find out. Yeah. Uh, the companion app premium service is now available. Uh, your boy is testing it out, uh, seeing if there is anything worth paying $5 a month for on it. So far, the answer is no. Uh, for for the service itself, if they told me I could pay 5 bucks for 140 extra ba- uh, saddlebag storage and a, an extra retainer, that's a great deal. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's the best part of the deal. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I also can organize my inventory with premium, which is a very, I guess, nifty thing. If I really wanted to go through my inventory on my phone, like sitting in bed, I could actually like OCD my inventory. And if I could do it better on my phone. Uh, How yeah. much does this cost for premium? Five dollars. A month? A month. Um, it's not a flat fee, a month. And you call that a good deal? I, well, it's the, it's the extra, you double your Chocobo saddlebag storage and you get an extra retainer. That's where I think the deal comes in. Now the question is, what else are they going to be adding to the premium service as it goes forward? Because right now they're like, there's a phone emote coming in 4.4. And I wonder if they're going to start adding like, oh, thanks for joining premium. Also, here's this phone emote. And also, here's this thing because you're also paying for this extra service. So we want to try to make this extra service uh, wanted by people. So we'll start throwing shit at people <laughs> to make sure they get it. So I swear if down the line there are people running around in game with a selfie stick it's just all over at that point. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, let me. I can clear this up right now. Uh, you get the ability to pay for an extra retainer. Uh, no, that is false. You actually get an extra retainer. I'm not paying for an extra one. You actually just get an extra one. Uh, they gave me an extra one. I'm not paying. Like I have a sixth retainer now, and I'm not paying anything other than the phone companion app. Um, so there you go. Just let's let you know, like the the translation was wrong. Uh, you actually get a, a bonus retainer. So, no, no, it's not that you were misinformed. Safe. It really was just a bad translation. That's all it was. The re- initial translation was bad. Um, sure. Maybe they are bad at clarifying their own shit. But th- that's not the first time they've done that. They also said the same thing about that new content never seen before in an MMO. And it's like, no, that was a bad translation. <laughs> Stop. You know what? Maybe maybe whoever is translating this needs to not translate it. <laughs> I take that back, Reddit. Please keep t- continue to translate these things because this is the only way we can watch live letters and know what the fuck's going on. Uh, Feast Season 9 is ending soon. Um, they keep hyping up the seasons. I don't... Uh, I'm trying to get people to do PvP with me, but everyone says it's shit, so I don't know. I can't I can't find anybody to PvP with me. Maybe because the queues are still shit. Like, 30-minute queues are not great. I don't know I don't know what they can do to, to hype PvP. Like, when Garo was around, that hyped PvP, and, like, queues were going fast. Uh, fucking, I'll fucking PvP with you, and you, 
You Garbo? What, what you, you Garbo? <laughs> Who is you, you Garbo? <laughs> I'm not Garbo. I'll humble people, sir. Uh, increase, uh, by the way, increases to the Jumbo Cackpot prizes are happening at 4.4 as soon as the patch drops. So if you win Jumbo Cackpot or if you have your tickets already, do not click on the 15th. Don't go the date it, it draws. Wait, they, they're saying, they actually say on the site, wait until the 18th and then go pick up your, your MGP prizes. So you get the increase. So, uh, play Cackpot during that week and wait until after the patch to go collect and you'll you'll get the increase on to the jumbo cackpot prizes so i'm i'm hoping it's uh it's a nice little like a nice little boost uh all across the board i wonder what the jumbo like the i wonder what they're gonna up the jumbo cackpot prize amount to i hope it's like two million but the question is, what are they going to start adding that people could spend MGP on? That's going to be expensive again. Uh, probably another mount? No. Yeah, another mount. Or, I don't know, maybe some outfits, hopefully, that you don't have to buy off the bog station. That'd be nice. Uh, hairstyles would be nice. Some new hairstyles. Uh, Paul Metal Rip, I think my Twitch is broken. Oh well, just use, uh, Paul Metal. Here's a, here's another tip: use a different browser, and uh, you'll should be fine. If Twitch is broken on one, just try another one. Uh, and with that, the 4.4 trailer is now live. It, uh, if you've not gone and watched it, it it's it's a well done trailer. It, it, it got to give them credit; they put a nice trailer together. It's uh, it is very much a looming that carrot of doom and gloom up ahead uh we see some uh fantastic things in there like like the authored and and alamigo coming and joining the other nations uh which we expected um there's also some quotes in there that i find interesting like you know calamity is looming you know the collapse of all light um so there are some interesting audio tidbits in there um some people are thinking that some of them were pulled from the the quotes from the warriors of darkness uh i you know maybe i it'd be interesting interesting like the theory crafting is going right out out the window with this everybody's freaking out uh i know some people are talking about the leaks that have happened we won't discuss that here they are they are way too close and way too spoiler heavy for uh us to discuss on this show I wouldn't do that to our audience or anybody watching. Uh, privately, sure, I talk about it all day, but not not live on the show. Uh, but what you know? What's just tweet us at your theories of what's going to happen in four point four going on? Do you think we'll have a calamity? Do you think it'll be all? Because it, I, I'm, I just personally on my end, if we end up going through a. Uh, through a oh oh it's going to be a calamity and then all of a sudden we a cyan pops a, a safety bubble around it <laughs> until the next expansion to till the next expansion that something pops out of it and it, you know like we cook up another you know primal or whatever the hell it is uh i'd be bummed out tired of losing scions to make uh easy bake ovens for bosses to fight in the expansion <laughs> No, I mean, it would be interesting to see 
if they are legit about a calamity, what they would do with it. Um, the only problem with like mentioning and dropping the word calamity is the last time that we had one, the game got entirely remade. And I, I highly doubt that that's going to happen. Now, could they change the direction of the game? That would be pretty cool. That would be exciting. They absolutely could change the direction of the game. And <clears throat> I know I know a lot of people fear the word calamity, like, oh, the last time they did this, you know, everything ended and they shut down the servers and redid everything. Calamity doesn't also necessarily mean that they'll end everything. It's just a, a calamity or the starting of a calamity could mean a lot of different things. It could give it saying that, hey, listen, like, not everything in our story is, you know, we, we're always constantly winning. Um, we we should be able to lose from time to time. It's a good way to to have a story plot go. Um, I know a lot of people are pointing out at uh, uh, WoW's um, Cataclysm expansion. It's it's Cataclysm. It's Cataclysm, but I call it Cataclysm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and all as a player of that game, uh, that that there there were good and bad things to that expansion. The bad wasn't the story or how it handled world destruction. Um, but it, it, it brought a lot of new interesting features and things to the old world. Um, so it would be an interesting way to progress the, the, the older zones. And I know a lot of people on Balmung may hate me for saying this, but a lot of other servers, uh, aren't using those zones to their full capacity. Uh, they're just sitting there empty, so revitalizing them in some sort of way isn't a bad thing. Uh, this game doesn't have anything that offers some sort of cross-realm service, so <clears throat> those zones feel dead, I know, because I'm trying to level mining and there's nobody there. And, <laughs> like, you see a couple of new leaf people and you're just, like, running around, there's, like, six people, and you're like, well, old uh, is right there. You think you see a bunch of people, but there's nobody there. It's all, it's all empty. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to see players screaming about a cal- uh, Calamity, talk mega servers. And then, yeah, you're going to hear a bunch of players on Balmine <laughs> freaking out. Mega servers! <laughs> They're not there yet. They're not at mega servers yet. I don't, I would hope not. <laughs> Fucking... I mean, I, I know a lot of people are worried about, like, that the whole cross-server, the bleeding of realms together, but Blizzard handles it in such a way that, honestly, like, the PvP, the RP servers aren't affected by it at all. So, you wouldn't really have to worry. It's, it's, it's most, it's primarily for leveling, like, if a zone is dead, they start to cross-realm people into the zone, so it doesn't feel dead. That's all it does. Um, and it makes, it makes grouping easier, like, especially if you're low level and you want to do a fate, there's people there for the fate to do. So mm-hmm. it's now it's, you're talking about Guild Wars. <laughs> uh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that being said, uh, speaking of like before we hop another. So tonight's topic is cheating on your MMO. Uh, Dylan uh, and I, although I have been playing, I still play Final Fantasy 14 because I still run the FC and everything like that. Um, but Dylan has been playing uh, Battle for Azeroth. Am I, am I correct? Yes, you're correct. Yeah. All right. And, I still uh, I still log into Final Fantasy. Yeah, see, and I still log into Final Fantasy. I also in my spare free time, like uh, like maybe an hour a night, I go do some WoW stuff. Just because uh, at this point, me and WoW have that relationship where it's like, eh, just when I'm free, I got a little time. <laughs> throw some throw some shit on my work. Um, 
But it's never been that same way in the past. I've cheated on WoW plenty of times, and I've cheated on Final Fantasy, I think, in Legion for a little bit. Uh, so we're here to ask why people would cheat on your MMO. So I think the very first question we're going to get it right out the way is why cheat? Why why do it? What's the point? Um, if you're someone like myself or Dylan who have been playing MMOs for a, quite a long time, things start to get stale. A <laughs> little bit. Uh, and for me personally, uh, it's nice to get away and, and go and see what another developer is, is in, and team do with an MMO to see like, man, that'd be really cool if, if Yoshi and the team could do this. Um, for example, um, I could, I'll, I'll pick on battle for Azeroth just because I've been playing that lately. Um, the the one thing that they've increased since Legion and they've done a lot now, especially in Battle for Azeroth, is increasing the want and need and the and the interesting aspects of world design and making the world a living, breathing place and making you want to explore that world by adding like little secret areas and they offer goodies and toys and like and collectibles and and gear pieces and weapons and secret little like hard you know rare bosses and stuff like that and mm-hmm. i love that i love that thing it makes the world feel like i oh, man i can go here and do this thing there's like the secret little cave and there's this like right now there's this whole like cross the entire world thing where you can get a a, a goat a demon goat pet and someone had to figure out, I'm, I'm in the Warcraft Secrets <laughs> Discord, and um, they just started discovering that there's like 13 pebbles, pebbles, not like, <laughs> like, and they're tiny little pebbles that you have to click on in the game, and some of them are out in the uh, fatigued areas of the ocean, and where you'll die, if I know that's a weird thing if you've never played WoW before, uh, but there are places in WoW where you can't go, you start to like lose health pretty quickly. Uh, and they even hid pebbles out there. So you have to like haul ass and like get underwater and then click the pebble and then die. (laughs) You port back to where you need to go, um, to get, and you have to click them in a specific order. And it's this whole, like, you know, why, how would you even figure this out if you didn't like work with other people and figure it out? Uh, just like with certain world bosses, like they've already said, there's plenty of secrets that nobody's figured out yet. Like there's probably a world boss that no one's figured out how to, how to summon yet because, that's what they want to do. They want to figure that stuff out. I like uh, Final Fantasy's done starting to do some of this stuff now with, uh, um, uh, for example, um, Ixion was a good point. Like you could get the dust, and, and the only way to do that uh, to to fight him was to I don't know throw the anti-static dust on him so you can fight him. And uh, same for the Fox Lady Fate. Um, so those are two interesting fates. Uh, I'd like to see more of that, and I'd like to see more world building and and different things. So Shin and I have talked about this on the show, uh, about, but Shin often says, like, well, what's the point? I'm like, because it makes the world a livable, interesting place, and people want to go explore it. If there's nothing to explore, what's the point of having all the stuff and open land? And, and like, I don't, I don't find my need or want to go into the world and do stuff. I, and I know RP people, you may tell me different, and I'm not trying to disparage RP when I say this, but it's outside the RP thing, the PVE aspect of it. Like I like solving puzzles and I like doing that stuff. And there's a large community that wants that mystery. 
and MMOs, a lot of other MMOs do that, and they do that really well. Even Guild Wars 2 does that. Yeah, no, and that's kind of the thing as far as you're asking, um, you know, why, why, you know, quote-unquote cheat on your MMO. And one of the things that I know I've talked about before with other friends is it used to be, or at least it used to feel like to me, um, like, you know, Flata said, I've been playing MMOs for quite a while. And it used to be you had an MMO. And because they were all subscription-based, you kind of had this one, you were committed to it. Everything that you kind of did as far as gaming-wise um, online was in connection with that MMO. You didn't necessarily play that one and then kind of check out this one and so on and so forth. But, you know, with a lot more free-to-play ones, um, you know, you're able to do that. Like, I still have Guild Wars 2 installed on my system. If I wanted to, I could go pop in there and check it out. and kind of hang out and do whatever. But, and as that's kind of happened, at least, you know, from my perspective, as people are able to kind of hop into various MMOs um, at will, it seems to me that all of them have kind of evolved to have like one thing that they're stronger at versus others. Um, You know, for me, Final Fantasy XIV by far, at least from, you know, what I've seen in other MMOs, has the most tools available for role players. Um, you have a good amount of cus- character customization. You have a lot of different outfits. You can mix and match pieces. You can dye them, um, you know, so on and so forth. And plus, also personal housing where you can decorate in the interior of that and you can really customize it. In other games, such as, you know, World of Warcraft, you can't do any of that. Um, and, and like I was joking, your character customization comes down to a couple of little toggles on your individual character, but mostly your character customization is which race do you want to be? It's it, you're right. Essentially, it is that. Do you want to be the? Although my orcs got you know fixed his sciatica, that's great. It stands up straight. <laughs> got a little bit of chiropractic. Yeah, it's great. I was like, ah, oh, for years my back. Um, no, but you're absolutely right. Like the customization of WoW has never really been, um, changed or worked on. It would be interesting for an expansion for them to work on some of that other stuff, like the, the customization options. Um, WoW does have a lot of gear sets and, and, and transmogging, which is their glamour. They, it's, it's, it's all based on items that were, used as gear sets like like you use it for normal like i'm you know like a gear set from an old raid or stuff like that it's not it's not necessarily like final fantasy where final fantasy actually puts in like this is specifically for glamour it's a level one item it's specifically just a transmog or not transmog but to glamour onto your item sets and do that that's something that final fantasy does really well um in, in specific terms of why cheat uh i think it's for me, like I said, for me, it's to see what other companies are doing and are they doing anything better? Like the, the biggest questions always go in, are they doing anything better? Are they doing anything different? And if they're doing something different, what do they do? How, how are they doing it and how are they doing it well? Um, and that is always what I go in. Cause if I feel, if I go in, if it's still like collect, you know, if it's, if I'm in level th- one area and my first quest is go kill a bear and i've said this on the show before 
and I have to go kill a bear and collect its anus, and I'm they give me a melon baller, and I'm out there plopping out you know bear anuses, then it's not they didn't do a good job because <laughs> they're not doing anything innovative. They're just saying go kill bears, and that's not that's not good game design to me. That's not good MMO design. You're you're still going back to the drawing board and not redoing anything. You're just creating lazy quests, not making the intro interesting. Yeah, and I I would definitely agree with you on that. Um, You know, as far as, uh, you know, the one game that I've been playing lately, uh, World of Warcraft, as far as quests are I can't say there's anything too terribly, you know, groundbreaking there. Um, As far as one of the things that I particularly enjoy is the bombing quests, which I don't think we have anything like that in Final Fantasy, and it would be awesome if we did, um, especially if we could repeat it. But... You know, as far as why I'm kind of cheating on Final Fantasy XIV with WoW right now is it's the dungeons, it's the PvP, or not the PvP, the PvE stuff. And, you know, while Final Fantasy has, like, kind of some interesting dungeons, the replayability isn't there, at least in my opinion. Whereas... And wow, you know, you could do regular, then you can do heroic, then you can do mythic, and then you can do mythic plus. And even with the mythic plus, it gets harder. And you just don't have that in Final Fantasy. And even the way that they use mechanics is a little bit more interesting. And and it, it kind of is more with my pace as far as PvE wise, because, you know, way back when I started with WoW. So I'm familiar with that. So... Whereas, like, you know, I definitely like Final Fantasy XIV more for roleplay. You know, for a really good PvE experience right now, I kind of have to say, wow, wins that one. Damn. Uh, And also... I I know, shots fired. (laughs) I want to point out, I do want to say that uh, I don't think Dylan and I are just trying to say that WoW is a better game. That's not what we're trying to say here today. Uh, we're just trying to we're just trying to discuss like uh, there are plenty of people right now that feel the game is stale and they are going out. You've seen a lot of your favorite streamers go out and play World of Warcraft or, you know, uh, they may be trying out a new MMO that may be coming out. They're, so they're testing out the alpha or the beta. Now, regardless if they're getting paid, like if a big time streamer is getting paid to do that, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, it does happen. Um, so. Um, you know, and then we got to you have to come to the question, is it really cheating? Like, do you feel like are we really cheating on Final Fantasy? I don't like I can quit. Wow. At any point in time, uh, I've done that before. Like, I'll I'll start at the beginning of an expansion. I feel like I got I got what I wanted out of the story. I'll stop. I'll stop my sub. And then closer to the end of the expansion, I may renew it and just try to catch up because usually they put in pretty good catch up mechanics. so I can catch up fairly quickly. Um so I don't know if it's really cheating as more as like I like to dive back into other games and see what's see what they've added and see what's kind of new. Like I'll even I've I think a few months ago I, I dove right back into Rift for a little bit on the DL. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I've played Rift. Oh, man, I love that game was so interesting because you could like mix different like tree, trees and stuff like that you could be, i was a boss tank i was so good and yeah yeah the way that you did character talents and that was really interesting but also i think they were one of the first that did like the world quest or the fates um they did fates before guild wars 2 did fates 
they did, but they were not the first. Actually, the very first to do Fates uh, was Warhammer Age of Reckoning. And they, they were... <laughs> yeah. And they did... Uh, they weren't called Fates. They were called... Um, uh, I can't. I think I want to say area. I want to say area events, but that might not be right either. Uh, they did it to me so far. Like, and even against Guild Wars Two, like the the best game that has done it right has been Warhammer. No one's have ever has not reached Warhammer's level of getting it right. Um, and I remember, yeah, because they had objectives. Like, you complete one objective, and then the next phase would kind of like it would go on to that. So it wasn't just Okay, everybody shows up and we kill 20 creatures and hey, we get a reward. Yeah, it wasn't that at all. Uh, you could actually fail the objective and the other, like whatever it was going on, the event would push back the other way and you could still do the event because it would change how the objective would work. Like, uh, I remember the very, I was, I was, the first thing I rolled was an orc. And because it's Warhammer, I'm going to be an orc first right off the gate. <laughs> uh, and I remember playing through the intro area and like one of the cool things that they had besides the like just something that like one of the first things I got was a trophy. You could hang trophies off your body like so I had like a, a guy's skull hanging off my belt and it offered like extra bonuses. But when I went to go do this, that's just something fun. I like I like that idea. Uh, so I went to go do this public event was that you had to get this giant shit faced like you they, it was out. You were outside of a dwarf fortress and you had to get this giant drunk so you could have him break down the wall and deliver and like, carry a bomb. Like you could make the suggestion for him to carry the bomb. So we we're just constantly feeding him beer where the doors are trying to stop you. And if you failed it, he would get pissed and start fighting everybody and because he wasn't drunk. And so it, it, if you failed, it turned in the door's favor and it was harder. If you got enough people out there feeding him beer, he got shit faced, carried this big ass bomb towards the dwarf's gate blew himself up and blew, and the dwarves came out to fight you. Um, so it, was, it it ended up going different ways, but you could get really, if you stuck with it long enough, you got really good gear. Um, it was cool from a story aspect because you got to see like this little cutscene out in the open and it, it felt like a war, like this war was going on between the, the fact, the different factions. Um, but it was done super well. It was done super well. Like, like if they could do fates like that, it'd be great. But yeah, well, and that's kind of, you know, one thing that I, I kind of been telling some of my friends is that, you know, to a certain extent, it, and it's not cheating, it's okay, because I kind of look at it, it's okay to go to different games for different things. Um, you know, I know a lot of people who play BDO, um, Black Desert Online, and, you know, from what I'm told, it is extremely PvP heavy. I am not a PvPer, I will never be a PvPer, <laughs> and it's just not going to be my kind of thing, but, you know, from what I've been told... As far as PvP, it is pretty much the best thing out there right now. And that's why some people are really into it. And I could see definitely, you know, some people, you know, they'll play Final Fantasy for one thing, or they'll play, you know, World of Warcraft for one thing, or ESO, or what have you. And then if they really want to get a good PvP experience, then they go, you know, they they play BDO for a little while. Um, the only problem is is that as we kind of go in that direction and that's kind of feels like the way that online gaming is going, that you kind of go to one game or the other for this, that, or the other is that as players, and especially if you look at, you know, different community forums and whatnot, or listen to various podcasts, we're still expecting and still even demanding that 
one of these games, especially if you are, you know, a sub game, you should give us more. Um, you shouldn't just be kind of a one trick pony. And, and, and that's kind of where it does kind of become more difficult and where you do kind of feel like you're cheating because if you're not playing the game, you're still paying, playing a sub, but you're not really, are you getting your quote unquote money's worth or are you just kind of paying some money to hold your spot open? I, uh, I, I will always be the first person to admit this because I, I, I'm guilty as charged uh, with throwing my money into an open pit <laughs> when, it, when it came to Blizzard. Uh, I want to say it was, I want to say it was near the end of Wrath where I was just like checked out for a year, but I continued paying my sub. I knew shit. <laughs> I still paid my sub. And I was like, I know I didn't matter what was going on in my life. I was like, I still got my sub. I could log in. I would never, I think I logged in like for like an hour if I did maybe a week, but I was still just like chucking money into a hole. It's like, there's $15. I like, I was like, if I did the math, I would hurt, hate myself and how much money I could have saved. But it was the nature, yep. the nature of like, I don't, well, if I quit, then if I cancel my sub, it's not going to be good. Um, so. I, I I mean, listen, there's other MMOs out there. A lot of them are free to play, like a lot of them. Like Rift is free to play. Guild Wars 2 is buy to play. Black Desert is buy to play. Uh, uh, One that I've played was uh, Secret World Legends. Yeah. The graphics are horrific. I'm not yeah. going to pull any punches there. The graphics are really bad. But the quest and story design... There is no game out there that does it better right now. They have some of the best quests. Can I ask you a question? How cool was it that you could pull up like Google on your phone and like try to like solve the mysteries and stuff like that? I love that part of the fact that, yeah, they integrated that and they integrated uh, even Wikipedia and history and some of the like the investigation missions that you did. Like if you want like a really good puzzle quest experience, you can download Secret World Legends for free. You can play it for free. And it, yeah, these are not like, they're not easy. There's like some of them where you have to know certain lines from a Shakespearean play. And then in the next step, you have to know certain, uh, you know, quotes by uh, Einstein. And then you have to figure out a way to put all that together. And then you need to know also Latin to figure something out. <laughs> all to unlock one freaking door but it it's so fun the way that they put it together that said i could not <laughs> could not get over the graphics it's pretty bad i mean given like the time like given how that game it hasn't aged well <laughs> it just hasn't aged and it's not that it old not. it's not it's surprisingly it's really not that old of a game but it has not aged well uh yeah the, but imagine if they took some of those quests in the way that they did them and they put them in Final Fantasy 14. Oh my god, I would love that. Love I would love like an investigation quest. Like if they actually like I'm not saying make Hildebrand serious, but <laughs> like those quests that say, hey, listen, there's there's not gonna be any clues on this quest or markers on the map. Like if they did more of that for like the main storyline quest that'd be dope i would love that like i love those quests where it's like uh what was it little ladies day maybe it's not little ladies maybe yep. it's little where they had the like all they gave you was like this colorful drawing and you had to kind of figure out the area to go to and i was like i want more of this in the normal game why can't we get more of this in the normal game because it's oh, yeah. great 
I'm like, I'm like sitting there trying to figure. I'm like, all right, I know that I know that I know that I've seen like I'm like visualizing like I was here once. <laughs> I was here once mentally. I'm like long time ago in my early days when I was a hero before I was a, a, a lizard boy. But now I'm a hero again. <laughs> uh, so they've they've done it like Final Fantasy's done that. They just need to do more of it like and just throw it into the main story game. Like it doesn't always have to be like, go here, talk to a get story like go here, solve a mystery. Then get story. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, you you've played Rift, right? Yes, I have. All right. So one of my favorite things about Rift was that it had uh, the like these world puzzles that you can go and solve, and they offered loot. Like the loot was random. It was like you had to solve the puzzle to get loot, and it was completely random. I remember the very first one. Shin and I talked about this. Shin. Back, I'm pretty sure I think Shin has said it that he was he was the background guy on with the like the most popular Rift podcast. He was the guy like doing all the background like website stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so and oddly enough, Shin and I, I pretty sure maybe have a cross paths at some point. We never knew each other at that point. But him and I discussed like the in the in world puzzles and the jumping puzzles and stuff that that Rift had. And I remember solving one puzzle that was out and you had to go to the middle of the lake, swim directly to the bottom. You're running out of breath and then solve this like puzzle, which was fairly easy. It was like one of the beginning area puzzles. But I ended up getting it. The, the loot that came out ended up being like an epic piece of loot. And it shouted across the whole server my name, the loot I got. And the and they're like, he's like the first person to solve this puzzle was bought. And I was like, I was like, I felt like the coolest fucking person. I was like, it's the nerdiest thing ever. I felt like the coolest fucking person for 10 minutes i was like that's oh, me and then i went into town or like oh, it's the guy <laughs> and people it's were like the flattest it's the guy is like i was like where was the puzzle i'm like it's in the middle of the lake and people are out fucking rushing to this lake to go solve this puzzle and they're not getting as good as a get like as good as gears me and i'm like yeah that's right it's epic and i'm only level 10 i'm like boof <laughs> nice and and the thing is, is, and that's kind of where, um, you know, based off of these experiences, I would almost actually even encourage people to try out other games. Um, you know, as much uh, crap as I know that we all kind of give Yoshi P for talking about like, hey, you know, if you're bored, just go play other games. Having kind of done that, you know, it definitely has given me a certain perspective and the fact that and this is maybe where it would backfire on Yoshi P and the fact that, okay, yeah, we should go play other games. We should go see what is out there. And then we can come back and actually in a more educated fashion say, yeah, I- I've gone and I played these other games. I want this. Why can't you guys do this? That's always a great question. Um, because we know Yoshi P plays other games like he's admitted it. He said, I play World of Warcraft. I play other MMOs. Um, it, it is. Very much a interesting because I know he has looked at other MMOs and said, what can I take away from that and bring to our game? My question is, what is he looking at and saying, what can I bring over? Like it. If it was playing World of Warcraft, like Warcraft has been doing this for years where you can play as a, a story character and. When he said, you know, I granted, I'll, I'll give him that it was a bad translation. And he said, like, we're adding a piece of content that we've never had in our game before playing as a spoiler, but playing as Alfie um, was super interesting. Yeah, it was cool to do that, but it wasn't anything new. Um, but it was cool that they they 
they clearly have the tech. Like they're trying new stuff, and they clearly have the tech. The animus, like Shin and I've talked about the tech behind Final Fantasy, like with Animus. Uh, that's great tech. That's super tech to have. It's cool that they're testing it out in Animus, and I'm excited to see what they do with it in the in the future in the in the next expansion. It's we need to start seeing what he wants to pull from other games. Like world building would be great. Uh, uh, how like, the, I, and I will always say Final Fantasy fourteen, and it, uh, it does something really, really well. It, it like the story it offers is really, really well. And that doesn't mean that WoW's not trying to pick up how it's telling story. I think WoW's doing a really good job on storytelling, as of late since start. I want to say it's probably started with Pandaria, but it's really ramped up since Legion, and especially for Battle for Azeroth. I think. How they're handling storytelling, adding cutscenes, at, at a lot of things are voice acted. Even like in-game, like back and forth scenes where we have to like read text. That's a lot of that stuff is voice acted now, uh, to 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 bring that immersion in. Um, it, same with Guild Wars. Guild Wars did storytelling pretty well. Um, it's it's just a different story. It's it, like you may not have that same connection with those stories. Um, it's and and it might be a visual thing for a lot of people. Like they may not like WoW's graphics, but Guild Wars 2's got great. It's got pretty decent graphics. Still, I think the last time I logged in, I was still surprised on, on how well Guild Wars 2 graphics held up. Um. So when he's you know when he says play other games, I think what he may be saying is, it's it's okay to put our game down and go try out new things, and then come back because the game will still be here. And very very few companies, very few. Anybody, Blizzard would never tell you to do that. <laughs> Blizzard will send you emails when you quit. They're like, "Hey, you want to come back? Come back. You, you should come back. <laughs> we miss you." Um, but it is interesting. It is a very interesting concept. Um, because he's he might be. It's a. It might be a smart. It's almost like a power move. <laughs> I feel like it's a power move, Dylan. I feel like it's like, yeah, go ahead, play other games. <laughs> go do that. But we know you'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> go do that thing. Um, it, it's, it, it might be genius because I've seen other people play and then the community, like they may go to another community and say like, all right, well, this community is still not wow, or it's still not Final Fantasy's community, or it, it still doesn't have Final Fantasy story or, oh man, that new patch is really, it's got to have that new, I, I will say this, like the one thing that I find, always find interesting, even though the PVP, the PVE mechanics and, and wow are really fun. The fight designs in Final Fantasy are done really, really well. Uh, like the trials, I, I've actually seen a WoW dev. Uh, I, I'll try to find the blog and and post it or talk about it on one of our future shows where the WoW dev went in and broke down uh, Thor, the Thoradin fight, the knights, the the knights of the round fight, uh, mm-hmm. like on 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 Savage, like or Extreme, like he broke down the Extreme fight, and he's saying that. Even he admitted that that fight is to a T like the best MMO fight ever because it was done so well. Like it was so well designed and how it like it, it broke it down like as a game developer broke it down. And it was such an interesting read because one of my favorite things to do is read about game design like that. Like I read a whole book like that when I was bored at when I worked at GameStop, I read, I read all the books they had on game design. So it was interesting to see him break down like how that fight 
like from the beginning and how you do this and how you do the burst and and when it came down to this and like there were po- like he even put it down to the specific spot where they actually he said it gets to a point where you're almost everybody's out of mana and needs to like a re a redo and like heal back up it's right when Thornton brings you into space and does the big move that but that's he said that's your recoup like 30 second recoup to build up mana and do everything and heal back up real quick before you finish the last phase of the fight and he said it breaks down so easily and he said that's why you don't need and he said this perfectly this is why you don't need uh mods in final fantasy because the the way that they build their fights is based on almost a a rhythm like it's going to be like almost to a t which some of us may say like well they do this um, specific, like you can tell it's cookie cutter, but it's not, not all cookie cutter things are bad. Like the fights are done in such a way where yes, I can see based on when I'm reading that, I can see that design, how they do those things throughout all their fights now. But yeah, I, I appreciate their, appreciate their fights so much more since reading that because he explained like, this is why you wouldn't need deadly boss mods to move out of stuff because wow, use the mechanics differently and they use a lot of floor mechanics or pick on one person um, in a fight. And that person may have to go spread disease to other people. Like you may have different people to do different jobs during a fight in WoW where in Final Fantasy it's all about the eight-person group. And it, so it's not the limitation of, all right, so for example, like in a fight in um, Final Fantasy or in um, WoW, I'll go with the small size, which is 10. In 10, you still might have those mechanics where, okay, this one, all right, so the rogue's going to pick up a a poison bomb, but he's got to go poison six people with it, so you all share the poison, and then the other person's going to pick up the healing bomb and then heal those 10 people, and that's how that's going to work, and then you all have, like, a certain job during a fight, because that's how the fight is laid out in, in WoW for bosses mm-hmm. and, their, and their raids, where Final Fantasy does the exact opposite, where everybody has to work on a team to kill the boss, but you're also, like, stacking for damage and doing different things and like uh alexander did had those moments where you jumped into like objects and push bombs away and stuff like that and i think that's i think that's why alexander i was talking to safe he's in chat about alexander and alexander i think is still my favorite content in this game i think it's one of my favorite raids in this game i love i love coil but coil had the great difficulty but alexander had some really great fight design just because they added these extra elements of the QTEs, the the um, the hopping into the, like the little beetles and pushing the bombs away, it did some really interesting stuff. Um, same with I would even give credit to uh, Sigma Scape with the, the the painting fight. I think that's that was a really like super fight that was done really really well and interesting interesting. So they're they're really stepping up their game on their fight design. Um, but just trust- to interrupt you. Yeah, really quickly um mr sound just went afk is that a problem uh mr sound no i can yeah okay no he's he's okay i mean i don't want him to get lonely but anyways please continue he's fine he's back i he does that sometimes if i don't use the soundboard he gets all but here here mr mr sound okay he's uh he's here mr sound I'll, i'll play a thing Get in touch with your wizard. <laughs> right, there you go. He's back. I mean, on an like you know, you were saying though with the the trials and on an individual boss fight level, I completely agree with you. Um, trials is not something that I've really seen any other game do, and those individual fights are really great. They're challenging. They require 
like you were kind of saying, team coordination. Um, whereas definitely in, in World of Warcraft, it's more individual dependent. Um, but even that being said, the one thing I have to pick on Final Fantasy XIV for is their dungeon design. Um, it could be better. It could be more. And it's not even, you know, World of Warcraft that it does it better. In this case, this is where I can have to point my finger at Guild Wars 2. Guild Wars 2, I think they did dungeon design in a really interesting way, like where you go into a specific dungeon and it's not necessarily about following a single path. Sometimes you go right and it's a different dungeon. Sometimes you go left and then it's a complete another different dungeon. And it's not you started at point A and you're always going to end up at point B. Sometimes you end up somewhere different. And that's that's kind of the thing as far as where I do have to pick on Final Fantasy XIV with their dungeons. It is always the same experience almost every time. But, um, you know, as far as trials, hands down, yeah. Final Fantasy XIV does a great trial. And I, I've never seen anything like that anywhere else. Yeah. I got to say, like, some of the most popular content I think they offer is their trials, their their treasure dungeons. I love doing treasure dungeons because it's it's that same thing, right? You don't know how, what the outcome is going to be. It's it's a fun night. You can get a bunch of people together, get laughs. You can, like, I've seen, I, I, I think we're at rituals now where we have some people in our FC, like, he starts to take off clothing as <laughs> just for luck. He's like, all right, I'm taking off my shirt. I feel lucky. I'm taking off my shirt. We'll get to floor six. At least if I take off my shirt, I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure he's gone full nude and we got to floor seven. <laughs> at some point. We we would cuss at the door. <laughs> we, right. we determined that if we got angry at it, then it would uh, give in and open. And, uh, you know, the other thing is, is that, you know, Final Fantasy 14 does really well is the deep dungeons. The deep dungeons are pretty cool. Um, it's a very retro design, but at the same time, it's a very, it feels kind of a very revolutionary design within an MMO. Um, and, and those, I know that there's some people who love those. Um, other things that I really like about 14, uh, I'm trying to like think of some things. I mean, I definitely like the way that they design towns, um, especially like, you know, Stormblood. I'm sorry. I love the way that Kugane is designed. And if we do get a calamity and all of the current cities bite it and they design them a little bit more like Kugane, I'm kind of okay with that. I'd be a little dope. I'd be okay with that too. <laughs> Cause I think I think having the loading zones in them is feels a little awkward. I think if they could if they have the tech clearly they have tech. Animus is a great example of that tech. They don't have any loading zones, from what I can tell. Mm -hmm. It's a massive, massive area. And you could easily do that. You can easily fix those old zones to be like, listen, it's all open. It's a massive. They did. They had that. They even admitted like we had this in 1.0, but we got rid of it because nobody wants to walk through a, a hallway. I was like, so like my question is, so why? Who cares? Who cares? Like, I understand like PS3 play. I think it was a loading issue with PS3 that it like it, it couldn't handle that much extra data. Like those hallways added a, a bunch of extra data to the PS3, but you're not PS3 doesn't exist anymore. Even back my hallways. Yeah. And and there's other things that, you know, I love about 14 that uh like their their larger raids, um, such as the Rabinaster, uh, the Avalos um raids, those are really accessible to anybody. And yeah, especially the first couple of weeks, everybody's gonna wipe and they're gonna wipe hard. But you know, after a little while everybody picks up and but anybody can do it. Whereas other games, if you want to get into that kind of content, 
you have to spend time and money gearing up and then you have to find a group and you know it's it's not really accessible especially to you know some casual players yeah i think wow fixed that i think i want to say back in cataclysm with lfr was it cataclysm or was it Possibly Cataclysm, maybe Pandaria, but it's one of those two where they added LFR. Uh, I want to say it was right after Wrath. So what was their ca- so Cataclysm? They added the I LFR, think Cataclysm, the, yeah. look, the looking for raid, and looking for raid fixed a lot of that. They essentially what looking for raid is for people that don't know it. It made it's an it made the normal raids an alliance raid, so it made it accessible, and it was a, another it was your first gear option into gearing up to do the next like the normal version of the raid. Uh, they've changed that over time because <laughs> they don't they don't want it to be an option to be like, all right, you'll need to do LFR first to get this gear set, then to get the better gear, you'll then you can that way you can go into the net. Now it doesn't hurt; you can go do LFR and get a higher eye level, and then step into the normal raid. You don't have to do that though. Now you can just if you have a group, you can go right in, do the raid. If you just want to see it for story, you do LFR, you get your gear, and leave. Um, if you want to do the harder, hardest version of it, you would do, and then they stagger the hardest version. So it might be like normal versions out, then har- harder versions out. Um, I don't know if there's an eye level discrepancy between the normal and hard versions. I think you can go in at the same eye level, so it's just more challenging. Um, so, and how WoW handles gear is also very different. So, um, with that being, with with that stuff being said, um, do you think? Do you think it's us? Maybe it's just you and I are just like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Let's play other game. Because it can't be just us. There's plenty of people that do this. There's plenty. Of- um, and this is one thing I think I, I told you like a, about a week or so ago. It's like, I don't think it's just us. And I say that based off of the fact that it's funny. Uh, the amount of people who I've run into in World of Warcraft are like, yeah, I'm normally a Final Fantasy 14 player or I'm normally an X player or something like that, you know, different game. But I saw some of the advertisements for BFA and I decided to check it out. And, you know, now I'm kind of here for a while. And, and I hate to say it, there are a lot of Final Fantasy 14 players right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, you know, where we could like, like form our own little group. But uh I don't think it's just us. And, and that's kind of the thing is, you know, there's a certain point where I feel that I say no matter how good a game is, after a while, you're going to feel like it's just a little old or it's a little stale and you just want to change. And going and playing another game for a little while is not a bad thing. Sometimes you kind of need a palate cleanser. Um, sometimes you also need to go play another game to also appreciate the game that is kind of your main game. I will tell you what, um, the one thing that playing WoW has made me appreciate is the Final Fantasy XIV community. <laughs> um, I, within like two hours of playing WoW, I'm just like, oh gosh, like, I, I don't want to talk to some of these people. Because <laughs> just some of the ways that, you know, people treat each other. Um, you know, just even running past each other, doing quests or in dungeons or something like that. It, it, it's just not the same. People in Final Fantasy XIV feel much nicer by comparison. Uh, that's true. I, I'm just used to a while, so I just like I don't I don't I don't interact unless I'm in a dungeon. 
And right now, since the dungeons are still fresh and new for a lot of people, uh, when I go into them, I, I like I'm like hello, and I just run it. And also, they kind of made Prot Warrior the the un, like I'm indestructible, so like everybody's like whatever, just go tank. I'm like yes, and I just roll through. <laughs> Okay, see, that's where, like, I'm on the other side of it. I play a healer, so I have, like, I'm getting preparing to macro something that says, Hi, I am your healer. If you run out of range, I will fucking let you die. My healer was like, you're, I was like, I don't have to heal you. I was like, I know, I'm so deadly. But I've also been playing Prot Warrior since, uh, before Cataclysm, so, so I, I, you know, I'm so used to playing Prot Warrior in that game. Uh, and let's, say- let's be honest, the only reason we're playing BFA right now is in hopes that Arthas will come back or the Lich King, because that uh, was the main thing for playing Wrath. I'm, I'm playing to see Nazoth on it. Honestly, I want to see Ashazara, Ashara because that lady's been fucking with me since day one. <laughs> Ever since Warcraft 3 and her, her high and mighty elf goddess uh, decided to, you know make a deal with an old god and become the queen of the naga and she's powerful as shit she's she's still the most powerful being in the universe or on the world so she's dangerous as shit i can't wait to see see what's going on with her and that's one thing i will give uh warcraft at least in this latest expansion is you like you said final fantasy 14 puts together a pretty damn good trailer Mm-hmm. And that's that's never been a problem. Sometimes they're a little abstract and you're like, I have no idea what's going here, but it looks really awesome. Um, the one thing that is really interesting to see is the marketing strategy that Blizzard is using with World of Warcraft. And I, I kind of have a feeling, I'll be honest with you, that the payoff isn't going to be as good as the buildup. Um, but it's still been interesting. They They know how to build hype like nobody's business. Yeah, it's something Blizzard's always been really good at. Um, they're really good at the tease and and the delivery. Uh, BFA has probably been their most marketed like since Wrath. I think that this has been the most marketing money they've put into the, the an expansion. Um, Pandaria didn't even get this much. Like this has been pretty. Ha- I still see BFA ads for like war, prepare for war. Like I still see those. Um, happening. Um, I mean, and, and sales figures: three point five million copies sold day one of BFA, and that's including. I don't think they included pre-orders. I, I'm not sure that may have included pre-orders, but still, that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. And a lot out. of those people were so new for a 14 year old game. That is not bad. No, it's not at all. Um, I mean, the other thing is, is about it that because I'm actually like. Even though I've been playing it a lot lately, I'm not attached to it like I am 14. And a big part of me, and I don't know how, about you, but I'm kind of like, I'm almost kind of hoping that everybody fails and the world blows up because I've never seen that. And I want to see it. I have a, f- all right, I'm not like, it's not Warcraft talk, but I have a, do have a, I have a, do have a theory that um, WoW is also, if, if WoW, and it'd be interesting if WoW and Final Fantasy do the same thing. Um, because it hasn't been done yet on either game. I mean, to be fair, yes, they did it with 1.0 ending, but they needed to do that to fix the game. Uh, But losing is not necessarily a bad thing in terms of how you want to tell your story. If we lose, we would only come back stronger, and I feel like there's a sense of 
if we lost, right? Even in WoW, if I lost, right? If if the the old gods win, what are we what are we setting ourselves up for? Like, how do they want to tell the story from a point of like now you really now there is this struggle, um, and I think a lot of people don't want to see that. I know some people have told me like it hurts their 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 RP if that happens, um, but at the end of the day, and I, I know Final Fantasy is really great for RP. They've added a lot of RP elements. The story is always going to play out in the way they want it to. That's even, and I, I'll say the same thing for a while. No matter how you're going to RP it, they have the story in, in their mindset, um, and they're going to play it out. They're going to kill the characters they're going to want to kill. They're going to destroy the world if they want to do it. Um, they'll rewind time if they want to do it. It's just, that's how things happen and uh, it's the nature of MMOs sometimes that they want to try new things or they want to try new ways of storytelling um, or to progress the story WoW's handled time travel really really well uh, because they do it outside of a we need to do go back in time to make sure these things happen to 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 that way these you know like you play through the calling of Stratholme so you make sure that you're not watching Arthas kill people. You need to you need to make sure Arthas kills that town to become the Lich King because you don't want it to do. You don't want it to be someone else. It could fall to somebody else, um, and it could be a worse timeline. Uh, safe in chat, real quick. Said I fucking hate MMOs as a genre. I like Final Fantasy XIV despite it being an MMO. So I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna cheat. It it doesn't have to be another MMO. I mean, technically, you could take a break from Final Fantasy and go play anything. <laughs> So it doesn't have to be another MMO. You could Percent go. Percent of five. Yeah. I mean, it's. I understand you hate MMOs. I think you and I discussed this before. Safe. Uh. It it wouldn't hurt your perspective to play another MMO, in terms of. I know you're big like on looks and design, but playing another MMO gives you some perspective of like what is this company doing that is different? It's something that we're interested in. Like, it's something I've always been interested in. And like, that's why I did, I've done other podcasts. I was interested in EverQuest Next because it was really trying to do something no other MMO has ever done before. Now it did shut down because they were pumping a lot of money into it. Um, and, and they weren't producing anything yet. It sucks. But if they would have pulled it off, it would have been an MMO like, it would have been the vision. It would have been the future of MMOs. Like Final Fantasy wouldn't have had a, a a foot to stand on if that game came out. And I and I'm saying that because I knew some of the developers. And I knew the background of that game and what they were developing. They were developing an AI so intelligent that if let's say if I remember this correctly, if dark elves were in the woods and the orcs hated the dark elves, they would start a war. Even if nobody was around, they would still start a war. And if the Dark Elves won, they would expand their territory. And then you could fight them back. If you didn't do anything about it, they would just continue to expand their territory and take over a whole area. That's how the type of AI they were writing. And I've seen that, and they actually had proof of that AI working. It was so interesting. Um, and no game, I wish that AI could be in a, in a, in a game. I wish that AI could be in Final Fantasy because <laughs> it was so fucking cool. That would uh, be amazing. It yeah. was awesome. And the RP things they were developing for the game would have been fucking dope. It would have been so good. Because the one thing EverQuest did, EverQuest 1 and 2 did really well, it gave, it birthed, like, RP in the MMO space. 
like Shin and I, like all of us, Shin, Dylan, and I were talking about MMOs, and, and Shin actually said EverQuest 2 had legendary uh, legendary weapon quests. It had language quests. Like I, I even did the drag to speak dragon, dragon, which was my favorite quest line. I had to go. I had to go talk to a dragon in a volcano to pick up, like, go learn. That's my first book. And then I had to go, like, travel across the world and learn different Draconian languages. And and then at the end of it, I could actually speak to dragons in EverQuest 2. That is the dopest shit I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. It was so and cool. It, but and that's kind of actually, I guess, where, you know, cheating is a bad way of putting it. It's a lot like traveling. Um, you know, I, I live in the U S but one of the things I do like to do is I like to travel the world. I like to see how other people live, how, uh, their, you know, experience their culture, you know, how do they live their day-to-day lives and everything like that. And every time I come back from a trip, you know, wherever else in the world and I come home, I think, and I kind of look at the world around me and my perspective has changed and I can either see either a gosh, you know, I'm really thankful I have this, this, and this, or B, I really think that maybe we could do this, this, and this better. And that, I think, helps us build a better society. Why cannot the same thing also help us to build better games as players? I I completely agree. And I think at the end of it is that you're right. It is traveling. It's not cheating. It's, it's very much experiencing different cultures, different thought processes uh different ways of looking at society or even society like different gaming societies um and how they handle things uh it's you know i know safe and i'm not trying to pick on safe but i know safe and i had this discussion the other day where him and i were discussing like how he's not a big fan of just like the mmo game design because it is very much a like the grind um but I will say that Final Fantasy XIV may be the grindiest of all the events. <laughs> uh, I'd say the least grindiest is probably Guild Wars 2. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's true. Guild Wars 2 is pretty not grindy at all. Uh, so it, it is a it is a thing. I'm not saying, and yet, yet again, let me reiterate this. And if I didn't say it in the beginning, I apologize. Final Fantasy is not a bad game. We're not trying to disparage it. We're not trying to say it's bad. Um, I also want to go back from last week. I think I said it was dying. I don't. I didn't mean I'd say I think the game is dying. There has been sentiment of other content creators that the game is dying. Uh, but there's also been other content creators that we know, that I know, that have been going out and playing new MMOs. Sarah uh, from uh, Phoenix. Sarah and Luna from Phoenix Down have, uh, were out playing uh, World of Warcraft BFA. Um few others uh when i think pharos was maybe pharos i think was maybe pfa a little bit uh i mean various other final fantasy content creators bigger much bigger than us were out there trying new things because this is what this is what you do uh you go out there and just like traveling the world you want to get new experiences you want to see what's going on you want to see how they design a dungeon or just have fun and and see what the new what's hype about the hype um but sometimes it's cool. You can go check out some older MMOs and, and see what's popping off in there. EverQuest 2 has got some BOGO b- b- Garbo graphics now. <laughs> so, but, you know, I don't play it for the graphics. I never played. It's got 80. Listen, their skill, their, 
they're 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 uh they got worse uh skill button things than any other MMO too. They're like you got like eighty seven you got eight bars open, you're like, why do I need this many? <laughs> why? So interesting. And also doing the dungeons are massive in that game too. Like just massive. But and other people can be in them. Last I checked. Like I had people running in dungeons. Like I was in a dungeon and then another group came in. I was like, oh, this is <laughs> Hi friends. <laughs> so that's it's interesting to go in and check this. That's even if it's to just download it for free and just check that shit out, it's pretty fun to do. Uh but Remember, safe. There's always Everjane. You and I can always hop back into Everjane and, and see. See, you know there's a Jane Austen MMO, right, Dylan? Oh my goodness. Yeah, safe and I played that one time. I uh, I have to admit I am morbidly curious. <laughs> You're welcome to join us. Uh, I was Sir Maximilian Valentine, MD. <laughs> I think I hear of an option for uh, something that we can stream for Extra Life there. I, I would love to stream Never Chain for Extra Life. Oh, we can make that happen. We can absolutely make that happen. Also, there's a questing system. Ask Safe and I how that we, we couldn't figure out how to do a fucking quest in that game. They were all based out of books. Is, is Mr. Darcy a raid boss? Please say that he is. <laughs> Listen, I couldn't figure we couldn't figure out how to get Mr. Darcy to work. Although there was a weird glitch with the horses. I don't know. We couldn't figure a lot of shit out in that game, and it was hilarious. It was just hilarious. Um so with that being said, uh if you're gonna cheat on the game, go play it for chat. <laughs> uh there's gonna be a lot of disappointed people. Uh <laughs> So with that being said, I don't think we got a lot of uh, any questions really from the uh, the audience or any uh, other than safe really popping in. Uh, Chili did say, my monk tells everyone he punches things when I enter the dun any dungeon. I punch things. <laughs> Chili, do you punch things though? You don't strike me as somebody who punches things. You strike me as somebody who hugs people and maybe pops uh, pepper candies into your mouth. That's And, and podcast a lot. Podcast a lot. That's how you strike me. I could be wrong, though. Uh, but with that said, I think I we I think we almost kept it to an hour. We're close to an hour. Close enough to an hour. Uh, so we might that, be a little bit over. I might I might own Shin a beer now. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> you might. Yeah, you might own Shin a beer. <laughs> with that being said, I, is there anything else you want to add before we before we leave? Um, I think the only thing else I would want to add is that, you know, number one, um, you know, playing a, a game, any game should be fun. Make sure that you keep it fun. If you want to go play another game for a little while, by all means, go ahead and play another game. Um, the most important thing I think is, is that with any game that you play is you're going to make friends, you're going to make contacts, especially with a discord the way that it is. You don't, you can keep all those contacts there. And, you know, even if you choose to leave a game, don't leave the friends. You know, keep those friends. Play other games with them. Like Everjane. Yeah, like Ever. <laughs> that was, I, I, I never laughed harder. I would, <laughs> it's the silliest bullshit. Anyway, anyway, with that, uh, my, 
if I have any closing thoughts, they're going to be that it's perfectly fine to take a break. Um, if you feel like you're getting, you're not, if you're not happy with the current state of any game you're playing, take a break, step away, um, play something else. Like it does not hurt. It is very much a relaxing and soothing experience and you don't have to go full ham into a new game to get the most out of it. Uh, you can play Hearthstone for, you know, for a little while. Uh, you can play something else. Play Jackbox Party Game with friends instead of, you know, take a break from the raids if the raids are getting stale. It's really your choice at the end of the day. It's your money. Um, but don't let yourself get overwhelmed and try not to let the negativity of others spread into your game and how you play it. Uh, but if you are feeling that, like, I'm losing my interest, take a break. It doesn't hurt. It'll, it'll, it's good to step away for a little while. And then when you step back, you'll have new content. You'll feel refreshed. You'll be more engaged in your, your FCs and your friends and the content. Um, but if you're one of those people that want to check out other MMOs, go ahead. It's perfectly fine. It's healthy. And you can see how, what other MMOs are doing and, and be interesting. Maybe you take something away and be like, it'd be interesting if they did this here. Um, if if I could say one piece thing, one thing, uh, <laughs> safe said it perfectly. It's all about the game and how you play it. Um, you know, go ch- go check out other RP communities if that's your thing. You know, and other games and see how they how they RP. Uh, Final Fantasy offers a lot of RP tools into the game. WoW offers a lot of mods for RP tools outside the game. So, you know, check that out. Check out how uh, RP is in EverQuest. I mean, that's free. Go download that. Go, go. You can literally RP a bard. <laughs> remember, I remember that story in EverQuest 1. There was a guild full of bards, and they would tell the stories of people doing, like, the raids and stuff because that was really hard to do in EverQuest because you had to get, like, 70 people together. So they would write stories about, like, these epic, long, like, 10-hour fights and, like, go town to town and sing praises of these people who did these, like, amazing raids. And that's, like, one of the first interesting, like, cool, like... And they were popular because they actually sang and wrote lyrics out and shit. So it's uh, it's an interesting thing. Just go check out other communities and see what's going on. Uh, so with that being said, uh, this has been episode 95 of Maelstromania. Next week, episode 96, we have Aetherflow Media, the newest magazine to hit the Final Fantasy fourteen scene. Uh, you know, that rhymed. And that's, that felt smooth as shit. I'll never do that again, but that was smooth. Uh, Aetherflow Media uh, is um, br- honestly brand new, and it's it's being it was created by really passionate and talented people. Um, I'm excited to have them on the show next week. Shin and I are going to be here to discuss with them uh, their very first ever magazine that they post, uh, posted out. They got some really great articles, some Photoshop tips in there. They actually did an interview with the Primals, which was i don't know how the hell they got the primals we can't get the primals i'm not sure how they got the primals but uh dylan do you think we get the primals (laughs) um maybe (laughs) question mark can we just get prime rib uh we can offer the primals prime rib in vegas and then we can try to get them how about that deal have you, safe in chat. Have you ever tried to get the primals? 
Have you ever have you ever tried to get the primal sand? <laughs> Mr. Big I Bob. have never tried to get the primal. So until we try and fail, it's still a possibility. Yeah. Just like us. We're always a possibility. That being said, uh, what's not a possibility, but always a guarantee that we will be here Friday nights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, you can find our show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And that's right, iTunes. We're back on iTunes. If you don't know that, uh, you know, go check, go check that out. We're so happy to be back. Uh, you can find us on our blog at uh, www.maelstromradio.com. And also you can find our email address there, show at maelstromradio.com. So send us uh, your emails. What other what games have you been playing? What other games? If you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, listen, I've been dabbling in something else, let me know. Tell us. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. If you play Everjane, let me know. <laughs> or yell at me or send me death threats. I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, also on our website is our Discord link. So you're more than welcome to join our Discord uh, that's not a, uh, like, you don't have to pay us to get on our Discord. We, we, we want to talk to you. Join it. Discuss games with us. Tell us hi. You know, send us gifts. Send us cute bunny pictures. We love that. Uh, and also our Twitter. But, you know, just in case you don't want to go to our website, our Twitter's at Maelstrom underscore radio. Uh, of course, you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash Maelstrom radio. And, of course, here, Twitch, as always. Twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom radio. Uh, Dylan, do you want to say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye, everyone. Thank you, Dylan. And also, I want to thank Dylan, uh, our official uh, backup co-host when Shin's not here. Uh, and also, our th- our producer, Dylan. <laughs> Who, uh, you know, takes takes my gobbity goo words and puts them in on and says, this is what you mean? Yes, this is what I mean. Because sometimes I speak flattest. Yeah, sometimes my Brian doesn't work so good as we learned. <laughs> uh, I, I listen, I know I said Brian. Dylan's probably slowly giggling, giggling to herself about that. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, trust me, the future, everything we're plotting for the future of Maelstrom Radio is good stuff. Uh, we have a vision. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm uh, I'm gonna mute this. I'm gonna click on one of these. And I'm gonna do one of these and one of those. I wanna thank you all for coming out for episode ninety five and joining in the discussion. Uh Twitch chat was uh it was good. It was a fun night. Safe safe was very boisterous tonight. <laughs> uh uh of course Please enjoy the game you want to play. Um, make sure that you're happy with the game and uh, expand your horizons from time to time, even if it isn't an MMO. Till Sea Swallows All, keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of maelstromradio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Sodo. 
Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.